Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Tuesday, March 14th. U.S. equity futures are rallying this morning. Just be aware that these numbers are subject to change given how volatile things have been. So this is as of 525 a.m. You have S&P futures of 12 points. That's about 30 basis points, essentially 30 basis points for all three indices. So that's 12 S&P points, 34 NASDAQ points, and about 80 Dow points. So about 30 basis points for U.S. equity futures. You're seeing the major European indices trade up about 20 to 30 basis points overall. And then Asia was red um, across the board. So Japan fell over 2%. The Hang Seng also fell over 2%. Um, no major indice, none of the major indices in Asia ended higher. So a lot of moving pieces. Obviously, this is a very fluid and volatile environment. Um, you know, just a few kind of observations, comments. I think the talking point this morning is that there were no bank failures yesterday. That's great. Um, and that's positive. So you're seeing a lot of the beleaguered regional stocks bounce in pre-market. Um, you know, so the, on a percent basis, the increases are rather large. But obviously, given what they've done in the last several days, um, the rally this morning kind of pales in comparison to what's happened. So like PacWest is up 20 percent in pre-market. Um, but again, put that in context of what happened. First Republic's also up about twenty percent pre-market. Um, so some confidence is returning to these regional bank stocks after what's occurred. Um, you know, I think just kind of reading a lot of the press this morning, my big three takeaways on banks are Biden was apparently very reluctant over the weekend to get on board with what was, with what was finally announced Sunday night, suggesting the bar for incremental action is very high. Um, the FDIC is apparently very nervous that a precedent has been set whereby it is assumed that the depositors and all future bank failures will be fully guaranteed. Um, I think that was part of the intention of the government to kind of create that perception to help slow deposit outflows. Um, but the FDIC is is very nervous, just given that you know they're responsible for maintaining that fund, um, which does not have the capacity to guarantee all depositors at all banks. So again, just showing how some pockets of the government are are, are reluctant um, or resistant, rather, to kind of what occurred Sunday night, just suggesting the bar for further action is high. Um, you know, I think most incremental to me was an, an article on Reuters talking about how some private equity firms had looked at making investments in the like of a First Republic or a PacWest, um, and they could revisit that idea in the coming days. So I, I think that some of these beleaguered regionals need to take further action to help stabilize confidence. Um, you know, best case scenario would be they get a very prominent investor to buy stock and then announce that news to the market. Don't do what Silicon Valley did, which was kind of you pre-announce um, uh, an equity offering that has not been fully consummated yet. Do not do that. Um, but if you can get a big, uh, a big prominent investor to commit to an offering and 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 then and then make that announcement to the public, obviously that would be um, that would help bolster confidence in some of these regionals. Um, and I think we're going to kind of have to wait and see to, uh, what what occurs in the coming days. But obviously that would be a big positive. Um, so that's kind of the main, uh, I would say the main narrative this morning so far in banks, not a lot of actual news, but a lot of press reporting, a lot of innuendo, a lot of narrative. Um, you know, the Fed obviously is going to play a big role in here. So you've seen an enormous repricing in Fed expectations. Um, you're seeing yields swing around wildly this morning. So you had two-year treasury yields drop all the way to 3.8% at one point. They're now at 4.18. So a huge, nearly 40 basis point swing. So that two-year treasury yields are up about 20 basis points on the day. But again, 40 basis points swing from the trough yield to the peak yield right now 
um, in really just the last three hours. So a lot of volatility um, in what's occurring in rates, huge repricing in Fed expectations. My own view on the Fed is um, I think they go zero to 25 basis points next week. Um, you know, the CPI today is going to be important, but even if it's 0.4 to 0.5, I think they're still, they're still nearly done hiking for this cycle. Um, I think you are going to see Powell probably push back a little bit at, at how aggressively the market is pricing in rate cuts. Um, you know, I think just given where inflation is right now, um, I don't think they're ready to take uh, a step down that road. But certainly I think, um, you know, we're, we're pretty much finished with rate hikes. I also think the odds of them shutting off the quantitative tightening process or the balance sheet runoff, um, I think that's a very easy lever for them to pull. If you kind of go back and listen to Powell talk about um, the tightening process, the funds rate has been the main tool that he's really emphasized, um, you know, as as the uh, the pr- the primary the primary tool to kind of combat inflation, whereas the uh, balance sheet was more of an ancillary process, more of an ancillary tool. So. I think it's an easy step for him to shut down the quantitative tightening process. I think that's kind of widely expected at this point in time. And like I said, I think you're within zero to 25 basis points of hitting a cycle, uh, a cycle ceiling. Um, and again, I think you know the CPI today, the market's looking at uh, 0.4%. Even if it's 0.5%, I still think it's kind of zero to 25 basis points. If we're to undershoot the street today, um, you know. You definitely, it's it, you could you can make the case that they're finished hiking already, that they're not going to do anything next week. Um, that's kind of my view on the Fed and and yields, um, and then already discussed banks. Otherwise, not a whole lot else to mention this morning. Um, relatively quiet as far as actual news, but you know, obviously, there's a ton of innuendo, speculation, chatter about what's occurring behind the scenes um, with banks, with policy, etc. Uh, other than the CPI day 30 today, not really much else on the calendar. You do have Lennar earnings after the close, so we'll get some color on housing. Um, and then there is a Morgan Stanley European Financials Conference going on right now. So uh, you're going to hear from some financials, although really no one in the US that's that's necessarily slated to speak. Uh, it's slated to speak so not going to get too much color on kind of real-time deposit flows. Uh, And that is everything for today, Tuesday, March 14th. Thank you for listening.